LIW American Horror Story Review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LIW American Horror Story Review, episode 44. We're finally going back to the roots for episode 101, Pilot. I don't like when shows called their first episode Pilot. I get that they make a pilot episode. You can still name it. I don't get it. Uh, But whatever, we're here. I'm finally getting around to it. Season 1. My favorite season. And people say season two is better. I get it. I won't argue, but I love myself some season one, despite all the stupid sex in it. <laughs> There's a lot of stupid fucking sex, especially in episode one. Let's get into it. This episode is going to be longer because the first episode of a season is going to be all kind of set up. So there's a lot of random scenes introducing all the characters. So let's just get into it and stop delaying it right now. Begins 1978. Uh, all we know is a little girl with Down syndrome is sitting there staring at a house. She's in a yellow dress. She's staring at the house. It's got like creepy abandoned windows. Everything's broken and like the leaves are growing through the fucking windows. She's staring at it. Some two kids, two, two twins, two redhead twins come up. They're evil as shit because they're redheads. They don't have souls. And they're like, hey, bitch, get the fuck out of the way, basically. And they're throwing those little poppers, like tch, 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 those little snappers, whatever they're called. And uh, they go into the house, and they're kind of, like, walking around. They have baseball bats. They're bashing the shit out of the house and beating, like, light bulbs and smashing stuff. They see a possum dying, and it's, like, <gasps> like labored breathing, and they're, like, cool. We're so twisted. They remind me of, like, a double version of that kid from uh, the Butterfly Effect where he's really fucked up, and he puts the dog in a bag and beats it. Like, that sort of shit. Like, crazy adolescence with extreme uh, like a extreme sociopath it's fucking disturbing but they go out in the basement they get attacked we don't really see quite see who it is we don't know what's going on yet but we begin there it cuts back to today quote which is 2011 so uh, we see Vivian she's at a doctor she's getting checked out and they're like yeah most mothers your age or blah 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 you're really fucking old for a lady having a baby coming out of her what's what's the deal with that you old bitch the doctor's horrible the doctor's like you should take some vitamins you old you old bag and she's like I don't want to eat vitamins and like fine she goes home she go she walks in their house it seems like that was her scheduled time to get home but yet her husband is upstairs fucking some lady which she ended up finding out was her student he's fucking her and that comes into play farther down the season line which i can't fucking wait for that because that's one of my favorite plot lines of this of the series uh i don't know why i love this sort of stuff but we'll get into that when it comes up it doesn't come up yet he's fucking someone we don't see who it is she he comes out and he's like i'm sorry i didn't i'm sorry i'm sorry she slices his arm open and we cut into the intro, and the beginning introduction is a lot of We all know the intro, but it's lots of jars and photos, and it seems so quaint now because now they're like, we gotta have a naked lady with like bullhorns coming out of her, like while she's. Sticking her head through Satan's anus, and then it's gonna bleed out, and it's gonna create a river, and and seven babies are gonna drown in it, and those babies are gonna drown and become like bombs. They're gonna bombs are gonna come out, they're gonna blow up, and each one's gonna be the devil. A seven devils are gonna come down, and they're gonna create a plague on Earth, and it's gonna be a plague of uh, vampire bats, and they're gonna spread around. They're gonna fly around. <laughs> 
they're going to fly around. They're going to pregnant ladies, virgins, really. And I'm like, it's so extreme what they're doing now with their intros. It's got to be the craziest shit. And now they're, just, but then they're just like, here's some creepy photos. Do, 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 do. Here's some jars in a shelf. Do, 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 do. Another creepy photo. Do, 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 do. Created by Ryan Murphy. Yeah, Ryan Murphy. And I'm like, oh, it's so quaint back then in season one, back before the re- back before the real hot topic effect took effect. That was hard to say, but I said it right. I didn't believe it, I did, but I did. So uh, we, our couple shows up at a house. They drive there. They show up at a house. It's the same house from the beginning. Uh, they go in there. They take a little tour here with the uh, with the the real estate agent who's really fucking cool. I love that lady, and she comes back in the play in one of the other seasons. I forget which one though. Doesn't matter. Uh, they go in, looking at the house. Uh, ben says he wants it. Ben is uh, Dylan McDermott, who's fucking great in this season. I love Dylan McDermott in this season. I wish he was in. He's only in this in season two, and I think that might be it, right? I think that's it, but it doesn't matter. So he wants. He says he wants to have patients there because he's a therapist. He wants to see patients there so he can spend more time with his family. He's like trying really, really hard to be super family, even though he's clearly not. And he does his best to explain why he did what he did with his student, but you kind of get the feeling also he's got some real fucking issues. And the show doesn't let you know which one's right. It just kind of goes, here's both sides of his personality. Have fun with that. Good luck figuring that shit out. It's very subtle as far as his personality goes. And you're kind of left to your own devices. And I like that. I don't like the. I don't like black and white. I like the gray. Here's your gray. Figure that out. Good luck with what you will. Because people are not black and white. They're not. They never are. Um, they realize the real estate agent tells them there's a murder in the basement. And then um, Vivian or, or Violet, their daughter, is like, well, take it. And I'm like, they really let their fucking teenage daughter do some real decisions here. Because she says, well, take it. And then suddenly they're moving in, like moving in a fucking couch. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, they really let their daughter take some executive decisions in this family as far as their... Uh, their, their money goes. That's a, that's a big fucking expense. And I realized they said that he could get the house for four times that, what they paid for it, because it's Los Angeles real estate. So they probably paid only like $1.8 million for this house. No big deal. You know, therapist and a stay-at-home wife for all I know. So who the fuck knows? They're ranking in the dough, apparently, on the East Coast. Violet goes to school. She's at some fancy school. She's smoking while walking through. Some fucking girl goes her shit and like, hey, there's a school... The school voter, whatever the fuck it's called, the school board said we can't smoke out here, so put the fucking cigarette out. She puts it on the ground, wipes it with her shoe, hasn't even indicated yet whether or not she's going to pick that cigarette butt up, hasn't even had the chance to go for it yet, because what's she supposed to do, put it on the palm of her hand like a fucking action movie, like she's one of Stallone's villains? What the fuck she's supposed to do? And then she throws it in the ground and, and puts it out with her foot. She put it out. What more do you want? And then the girl's like, Hey! No, I will put this out in your face, you fucking bitch. I will beat you the fuck up. And I'm like, good God. It's, it's TV character angry for no reason. Way more angry than anyone, ever, anyone would ever really be. The new Twilight Zone 2019 has this shit in it, and it drives me fucking insane. But let's cut back to the house because Adelaide shows up back at the house, and then uh, she scares the shit out of Vivian. Um, and then we see like the two teenage ghosts behind Vivian, and that's our first real taste that the ghosts are real. And obviously you don't see him. It's a lot of subtle like ghost work here. It's not so subtle, really. I wish they almost were way more subtle. Like, what's the uh, Haunting on Hill House? That show is way more subtle with it. And I wish they would have done it more that route. 
Uh, I always consider Haunting on Hill House is, is uh, basically American Horror Story Season 1. And something else. I forget what the mix was. <laughs> I can't remember. I have to rewatch that. But I've seen this season, what, three or four times now? And I've only seen Haunting in Hill House once. And, but I really enjoy that. They do, a, they do a lot better job with their characters. It's all a character story. This show, not so much. It's all about what you're watching. It's all about the crazy storyline that twists and turns and all these different characters working in. It doesn't really go so much into the specifics of the character. It doesn't rely strictly on the characters like uh, Haunting in Hill House. But anyway... Uh, Adelaide sneaks in, scares the shit out of Vivian. Uh, Vivian comes in and she's like talking to Adelaide, like, you have to stay out of the house. And she touches her face. She's like, do you understand? She's like, yes, I understand. She runs out. And then uh, Adelaide is the girl from the beginning with Down syndrome. She's a terrific actress. And I, and I, 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 she's in, she's in a, she's in this season. She's in season three. She's in season four. Eight, and I don't know if she's in more. She plays a witch in season three and the same character in season eight, where she's with the devil and very happy about it, which is fucking hilarious. Point is, she gets in, and Constance goes to leave, and she's like, uh, "Oh, this isn't even that yet. I'm I'm talking about shit that hasn't even happened yet. Fuck it. I'm just gonna get into it. This is where we introduce that of Constance and Adelaide. I, I'm skipping ahead. I'm sorry, but she gives her sage to clean the spirits. Later on, she shows up and does this thing, and then. Uh, Adelaide, she squeezes her face, Vivian does, and then Constance is like, well, we ought to be going. I'll see you later. You touch my fucking daughter, I'll kill you, bitch, or something like that, and leaves. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And this is our first season here with with uh, Jessica Lang, and she's already smoked 45 cigarettes. It's, it's pretty incredible. And it's just going to continue from here and get worse from here. I, I do love Jessica Lang. Do not get me wrong. It's just that they went... The writers of this show kind of went, Jessica, for this season, uh, go ahead and get your cartons of menthols here. Uh, what we're going to have you do is uh, you're going to be kind of a, a dark character, and your main characteristic is smoking a lot. And Jessica's like, well, what else am I going to do in this season? And they're like, we'll figure that out, but go ahead and set that as your base. You have a weird cigarette haze base. And we'll build a character from there. So <laughs> we'll let you know on day, day, day we start shooting. I, I feel fucking, I just don't do anything with her. Um, the family goes up in the attic. They see a gimp suit in the corner. And they're like, whoa, what the fuck? And then Ben goes outside and throws it away. But he, Keep in mind, he throws it away on the property line, which is important, believe it or not. But that is fucking important. Uh, immediately cuts to Ben meeting with Tate for the first time. Tate is Evan Peters in this in this series, uh, and he's my favorite character of the series. Still, it's been eight fucking years. This has been since twenty eleven since this came out. Still, my fuck favorite character in this entire series. Evan Peters being my favorite person on American Horror Story this entire series, so kind of fits. But I even have a Tate little Funko Pop over there with and without the gimp suit which is kind of a spoiler, but I'm going to go ahead and assume you've seen season one. Let me just say now, if this is your first time tuning into this show, watch the episode, then listen to the review. I'm going to spoil shit. I, I hope I'm not spoiling too much because I've seen this season a bunch of times. Maybe watch the whole season. It's kind of on you at this point. I'm, I'm letting you know right now, maybe watch the whole season. It's up to you. I don't know what I'm going to say right now. Uh, it's... My birthday is in 18 minutes, 17 minutes right now. I'm fucking drunk right now. Uh, 
I'm going to go ahead and take a beer right now, do a, do a drink to my birthday. Uh, I don't drink much, but I'm drinking tonight. And I'm fucking celebrating when I watch this American Horror Story Season 1. I'm probably going to watch Episode 2 after this because Season 1, Episode 1 is kind of like a like a like tickle on the balls episode where you're like, ooh, here's what Season 1 has to offer. You like this? Yeah. Tickle, 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 tickle. And you're like, ooh, fuck yeah. Here we go. Not so much as like the sex scenes, but you're like, yeah, well, who are these characters? What are we doing? And by the time you're hard, you're like, oh, Episode 2 next. And you're like, oh, Okay. Another episode, all right. Well, let's let's start this then. And it just kind of gets it going here. It doesn't really finish off anything, though. I'm like halfway through my notes right now. Good God, I need to hurry up. Um, like I said, he Ben meets Tate. They're talking. Tate talks about how he wants to shoot up his school. And Ben's like, oh, this is fucked up, bro. You're fucked up. You're real fucked up. And he's walking around the school. Like in his, while well, he's telling the story, he's got like a zombie face on, which is what my poster I made poster. For, I made a poster for every season of American Horror Story. This is the first episode I released since I made those, and for that one, I made the 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 skull face over my face, and I also had the little leather gimp mask in my in my hand. I made one for each season because I'm eventually I'm I'm getting around to doing each season, which is crazy because I've done that with Amer- with the Walking Dead review. I went back and did you know past seasons since I started the show, and and now I'm doing it with this one. Because this has been one of my favorite seasons of television, which is crazy. And I would say, yes, I am personally overrating the greatness of this season. I will not, I have zero debate on that. I am. It's not as good as I think it is. I know that, but I still fucking love it. It's it's great to me. I really love the premise, the simple, simple premise of the house. And I don't want to spoil that if you haven't had a chance to get up to speed. So let's just say episode one, I won't do any future episode spoilers starting right now. And if you haven't had a chance, go ahead and catch up with the season. Because if you're in the episode one, episode one is rushed. It is a rushed episode. Just know that it slows down and focuses way more on the story. It goes into, into like intricate details, the backstory, the setup, what they're going to do. How the characters work together, the story of the house, which I find is the most important part for me, which is the only thing they bring back for season eight, is the story of the house. That and like uh, Tate character, Violet character, and that's really in the, the, the couple, but I don't want to get in that because it kind of breaks down the spoilers, kind of. So I would just say go ahead and catch up. It, it gets a lot better from season from episode one. Episode one's kind of a rushed job. They slow down a lot after this and they go and you start to like build and build and build and build and by the time that season ends you're like oh my god what the fuck but that's just me i don't know maybe i'm wrong i would just say if you're gonna watch it go ahead and watch it this is a great time to do it go ahead this is a good excuse stop right now go ahead and finish the season catch up with this afterward no no harm no foul it's a fucking podcast it this show's been around for years go ahead and figure it out you know what to do with your life you're an adult if you're a child your parents are terrible you're fine. You're fucked either way. Go ahead and watch the show. doesn't matter. They're not paying attention to you. Uh, don't do drugs. Point is, um, they, it kind of cross-cuts this scene with Ben and Tate with uh, Violet, like, cutting herself with a razor. She's kind of like a cutter and, like, blood dripping onto her uh, uh, bathroom sink. Uh, Tate calls his mom a cocksucker because she was sucking that guy's cock next door, and then his father left... So he left her. He left Tate alone with a cocksucker, and he's very brutal about his mother. And that's all we know about that at this time. 
Uh, ben, at night, it's nighttime now after this after their session there. Ben is sleepwalking. He's fully nude. You get full uh, uh, Dylan McDermott ass, just full on. And I kept, I, whenever actors are naked from the behind, I always look for their balls to swing, and they never do because they always have their, their shit tucked up up front. Thank God. But I also still look, and I'm like, what does that say about me? That's just me, me being honest. I do. You should, right? It makes sense. So I'm like, what are we doing? What's going on? Oh no, no, okay. Because what are they going to show? Like a the the back of a ball sack on FX? What the fuck are they going to like? Why would I expect that? I don't know why I still looked. I don't know. I I'm not like a homophobe, but I don't give a shit. I, I like I say, I'm eighty twenty. I don't care. I, I look at a guy's ball sack and feel nothing or feel something. It's up to me what I fucking feel. Big deal. Fuck off. This is not the show to be homophobic on. Trust me. This if you're not if you're a homophobe, do not watch American Horror Story. Fuck off. Get the fuck out of here. I realize I made a lot of jokes during season eight with every character being gay in the apocalypse, but that was a fucking joke. If I was a real homophobe, I would not watch this fucking show. <laughs> it would be the the worst show to watch. It's created by gay people, ho- like featuring mostly gay people later on. <laughs> like I'd have a her- terrible fucking time. I'd be a masochist if I if I were a homophobe. But so another warning there. And I feel like I'm telling people, like, brand new to this podcast, even though it's episode 44, you know, figure the fuck out. Um, what, what am I scolding you for? What the fuck am I doing? I, I'm way too drunk to be doing this show right now. Good God, this is like an early episode of Twilight Zone. I'm going to take another sip here. Uh, so, um, Vivian is putting up sheets in the yard. She meets someone named Mora. Mora. She just walks into the frame and she's like, hey, I'm the fucking, uh, I'm the maid. I come with the house. <laughs> so she says, and she basically threatens to get her own job back. She's like, you know what? You know what are you putting in the wood? Oh, yeah, that? That's gross. Use vinegar. And she's like, okay. You need to put vinegar on there. It's, you know, this house has a spirit, okay? It's, it's, it's basically alive. You need, to, you need to take care of it well. And then she goes inside, and she's talking to uh, Vivian about getting her job. And then Vivian's like, hey, Ben, it's, it's, it's the maid. It's Mara. And then it does a cool shot, like, behind the head of, uh, of the actress who's, like, older. It's Frances, uh, Frances Conroy. She's older. She's an older actress. She's got, like, one hazy eye, which is what Vivian sees. Camera goes behind her head, turns into the uh, incredibly attractive uh, Alexander Breckenridge. It goes behind her, turns into her. That's what we realize that's what Ben sees. So they see different people. And I'm like, and that's kind of another, like, there you go. Shit's adding up. It doesn't like smack you in the face with it, but you're like, why does he see a different person? What the fuck's happening right now? Yeah. It's a lot of stuff like that where you're not like, they're not going, whoa, what the fuck? But it's like, and he's like, whoa, because he's been cheating on his wife. And she and she's like, we should hire her, right? And he's like, oh, are you sure? I don't, I don't know if that's a good idea. I don't, if, and it's up to you. And he's like, do you really want to put this fucking piece of ass in front of me right now with how vulnerable we are? Like, every time he touches her, she's like, she's kind of fine for a second or two. Then you kind of realize, see her, I see uh, Connie Britton's character just like reacting to like, he did that to me recently. And she kind of backs away. So he's like, I mean, she's like super hot. Are you sure you want to do? Yeah, let's do it. Cool. I'm going to go talk to Tate. And then he talks to Tate, talks to Tate about how he's been taking his medication. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've been doing this. And he's like, you've been sensitive to light. And he's like, yeah, yeah. I'm having a real hard time going to the light. And he's like, cool. Um, I think you're lying because that drug does not come with the sensitivity to light. And he's like, you call me a liar. He's like, should I be? 
you know, if a teenager comes to me and says he's trying to harm his school, I should tell someone. And he's like, yeah, cool. He's like, I've been worried about who I'm going to throw this huge fucking dong into. He literally says something like that. And he's like, kind of realizes what he's talking about. But then we see Tate going upstairs. Who He also walked in on and Violet when she was in the bathroom cutting herself. And he's like, do it the long way. And if you're going to kill yourself, close your door. And he walks out of there. When he goes upstairs, Tate is talking to Violet. Ben kicks him out of the room. Tate freaks the fuck out, like smashes shit on the way down the stairs. Like, yeah! And this is why I say Tate is my favorite character in the show, because he seems like a sweetheart, but he also seems like he's up to something. You don't know what the fuck he's up to. He's kind of like Kurt Cobain, and you don't know what the fuck he's up to. He's got a lot of sweaters on. (laughs) But he's kind of like just saying... You realize he's kind of saying whatever you want him to say. This this is what I like the early season, the first season. It sets up Tate's character so slowly. It's like setting up the fact that he's just telling Ben whatever Ben wants to hear, really. He also wants to say whatever horrible shit, but he's like, you take your medicine? He's like, oh, yeah. Did he give you light sensitivity? Oh, yeah. And you know, like, well, He's lying about it, but why? And he's kind of like, he's this character... And this is just not spoiling anything, but he's a character that you don't know why he's doing what he's doing. And you don't know if he knows what he's doing or why he's doing that. And that's fascinating to me. When the character itself doesn't know why it's doing what it's doing, it's it's fascinating to me. It, it's like a fucking chaotic character. Um, ben walks into his study. He sees Mara masturbating on his uh, couch. And he's like, uh, okay, closes the door, goes in the other room, jerks off in front of the window while it's daylight out. And he's like, uh, 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 he's crying. They have a great joke in season eight of this show where uh, Dylan McDermott's character is like, well, if you don't mind, I got to go masturbate in front of the window while crying. So thank you. And he leaves. And I'm like, yeah, this is what he's referring to right here. Right off the bat, season one. He looks out the window probably while he's nutting, and which I hate saying. But he looks. He basically comes over the glass and he looks out the window. And he's like, "Hey, it's a it's a guy that with a burned face looking at me from my own laundry. That's weird. I wonder what that's all about." Uh-huh. <laughs> oh man, uh, I can't see him anymore. That's weird. And uh, well, I'll wait for this to drip down the window. It's like two beams racing in the in the in the rain when you're a little kid watching the uh rain beams going on the window oh, there he is i see him again <laughs> what's he doing out there that's weird i should probably go investigate that that's fucking bizarre uh so vivian hears um some snapping like those ch-ch, and we realize we realize what that is this is when i said adelaide shows up I, I skipped way forward before i'm sorry i just got very excited this is when she sees adelaide there the two ghost kids are there and then uh she has a joke there where she's like, Adelaide, you have to stop, come o- stop coming over here. Stop telling me I'm going to die. And I'm like, I laugh so fucking hard every time I hear that line. It's <laughs> because we don't hear her say that to her, but we've seen Adelaide say that a couple times now to different characters. And it's fucking, <laughs> it's, a, it's an off-camera joke, which is the funniest jokes for me. You will never find anything funnier than a supposed joke. And by that, I mean, we don't see the joke but we know the joke to be accurate. Therefore, it's way funnier than it should be. It's just, 
<laughs> because she told those two kids in the very beginning of the episode, don't go in there. You're going to regret it. You're going you're gonna to die. You're going to regret it. And you, can, you just know she told uh, Vivian the exact same thing several times. We just never saw that. And I just find that, I find that shit hilarious. It's, it's hilarious. Uh, as Charles, Bar- Charles Barkley would say. I just find jokes like that fucking hilarious. Like, because <laughs> it's almost not even a joke, really, but it still plays off like a complete joke, like a really well-constructed joke, even though there's no actual joke, because she's, like, threatening the girl. But uh, Con- this is when Constance says if she touches Adelaide again, Adelaide again, that she'll kill her. Um, there's a bunch of quick scenes here right after this where Ma- Moira tries to fuck Ben. And she's Ben's like, no, 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 I don't want this. I do not want this. Do not want this. He's really, really fighting back. He really is. Honestly, let's give him credit right here. Moira's fucking hot. Alexander Breckeridge, holy shit, I'd be all over her. But uh, Moira's like, you want to touch me? Just touch me. And she, like, crouches over him. He's like, no, 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 no. And for some reason, Violet sees this, and she sees this as, my dad's fucking the maid. Instead of, my dad was clearly saying, no, 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 do not touch me. I don't, and then she runs away like her dad was bending her over the desk, like, oh, my daughter's a whore. And like, and then it runs away, and then and Ben runs out screaming like he did in the intro scene, like, no, it's not what you think. Trust me, seriously. I, if I would have wanted the fucker, you would have seen my balls slapping against her, okay? Seriously. Look at me and look at her. We're hot. I would have fucked the shit out of her, made another one of you. Ah, it's unfair. Uh, but anyway, Violet, and then really quick, like I said, a bunch of scenes. Violet is beaten on a, at school. It's very, very quick, like 30 seconds. You put like a cigarette out on her. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? I didn't realize how quick these scenes were, and I don't want to spoil anything that comes up, but I'm like, they're really beating the shit out of her. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And, and let me just get into that when it happens. I won't even get into it later. There's a, there's a scene later on here in a moment. Um, Vivian won't fuck Ben. And she's like peeling wallpaper off, and she sells these like weird posters on the wall or like weird old drawings and he's like oh those are weird and she's like yeah i like kind of like him though and then he tries to kiss her and she's like oh, i'm not ready and he's like it's been a fucking year vivian and they haven't had sex in a year i'm like oh big fucking deal asshole oh a year oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> nobody will touch me And then he has sex with her. Because a year's too much, apparently. (sighs) Booze. Two more minutes. Happy birthday to me. Why won't anybody fuck me? Um... Let's start talking about the next scene because Tate tries to talk uh, Violet into murdering the girl. And she's like, no, let's not do that. There's a bunch of weird cut scenes there where we kind of like see, like Tate goes like, uh, what's, the, what's the Charles Manson phrase? Oh, shit. What is that? Helter Skelter! And he cuts, cuts back to normal. And I'm like, oh, okay. And you realize, this is when you kind of realize there's something going on with Tate more than him just being a weirdo with psychopathic dreams. Something going on here. Starting the build. Starting the build. This episode's a little rushed with it. I wish they would have slowed it down for the first episode. I really do. They could have taken one more episode on in the season just to slow this one down. Or, or, or cut out one of the future episodes. I could think of two in general that could really slow the fuck down. Or get, get rid of, I mean. Anyway. They both involve the girl from American, American Pie. 
let's just say that. But anyway, so uh, uh, he, he starts to go crazy. And he's like, you, you know what you do? Let's invite that girl over here. Say you have a bunch of cocaine. And she's like, yeah, I'll do that. And they come up with a plan here to get this girl to come over. Uh, oh, I, I should have mentioned that. Oh, no, I did. doesn't matter. Fucking Viv and Ben have violent sex after only one year. <laughs> oh, okay. So um, after they have sex, Vivian is in bed. She's putting on lotion or she's in the bedroom. She sees uh, the rubber suit come in the room and she's like, Ben, like I told you to throw that away. What are you doing? And he, she's like, you want some more of this? Yeah, you want some more, big boy? Mm, let's do it. And she's all horny still. Uh, she bangs him. And then um, we you see Ben sleepwalking. And then Constance tells him to go back to bed. He goes back up to bed. And he's like, I, sh- I am sorry about earlier. Good night. And Vivian's like, also good night. And they both go to bed. <laughs> I was like, okay. Um, the uh, bully comes over. The, the girl, the, the uh, Violet's uh, girl from school, she comes over and she's like, where's this cocaine? She's like, I got it I, I got it from a guy in like South America and I had to show my boobs for this. And I was like, or something like that, something similar to that. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like the most made up story. And like, show my boobs for drugs. That's what guys do. Because drug dealers can't see boobs any other way. They can't kidnap 45 women per week and then make them in a sex trade. And, and they don't even need boobs at that point. I, what the fuck? It doesn't make any sense. But the, she, they're teenagers, so it doesn't matter. Um, uh, she goes down to the basement, and then uh, the lights go out. It starts to flicker. Uh, Tate is sitting in a chair, like sitting there, and it, it, his shirt says, like, normal people scare me or something like that. It's, like, flickering, and he's turning into, like, a monster every once in a while. And then he's also behind Violet, like, watching, like, he's with her. But he's also in the chair, and he's turning into a monster. And he's scaring the shit out of the bully, and then scratches her face at the very end of it. And it, the lights turn back on, and then nobody's there. And the girl's like, ah, and runs out of there. And she's like, what the fuck, Tate? What the fuck was that? And could never say the fuck away from me. And she runs upstairs. Um, ben, later on, goes, he's driving around. He sees a guy following him, and he pull, he stops him. He's like, what the fuck are you following me for? It's the guy with the burned face from earlier. His name is Larry. He says he used to live in the house, and then he drove the he drove insane. He's sleepwalking. He asks if Ben is sleepwalking. Ben's like doesn't answer, but he's like, you can tell he's gonna say yes. And he's like, yeah, that's right. So I I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. All of a sudden, I'm pouring gasoline in the house. I burned the house down. I barely got out of there. And when I came to, my family's fucking dead. And Ben's like, stay the fuck away from my family. You come around the house, I'm gonna fucking kill you. A lot of threatening in this. Um, we cut the constant. She's trying on jewelry. I'm almost done. It's my last note. She's trying again. The first episode of the new season of a new season is going to be the longest one. Cause it's all set up shit. After that, it slows down, goes into like longer scenes. Cause we know the characters by now. So I apologize. But last note, Constance is trying on jewelry. Moira shows up and she's like, this is, this is a uh, Vivian's jewelry. Get the fuck out of here. And Constance is like, you know, they always blame the new maid when shit goes up missing. So uh, have fun here. Don't make me kill you again. And she walks out of the room, and you're like, oh, okay. Obviously, we know something's going on with Mara because of the way she can shapeshift. So you know something's going on there. So you know she's a ghost. That's You know that. And But you're like, oh, fucking Constance killed her. What the fuck? What's going on there? Obviously, I know what happened, but I'm not going to get into that. But I love the fact that they're setting that shit up I like when a season 
in a, especially like a mystery show she uh, show season <laughs> sets up the mystery and doesn't go i wonder what's but it's like it's a line and then the line's over and you're kind of sitting there going wait what did she oh she, she fucking killed her okay who is constant and you're kind of like who what you left with questions but questions but you also don't want to know the answers to the questions but you're kind of like, ooh, okay. And you're kind of trying to figure out how these timelines figure out, how the characters tie in, why she can be two different people, two looking people at the same time. So many questions, but it sets up such a great premise. I love season one. You cannot talk me out of it. I fucking love it. There are flaws for sure. I, I brought them up here while, while they're coming out. It doesn't detract from my love for this season. I fucking love season one. Ryan Murphy, I love American Horror Story season one, and I love American Horror Story season two. Six through eight are great, good. I don't love them, love them, but season one or two are fucking solid. Solid fucking seasons that are just set up and just play out through the whole season all the way through, leaving me going, what? How how is this going to... When you're saying, how is this gonna, dot, 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 that's a great sign. Season eight of this series, American Horror Story, I was going, how is this gonna, same thought. And then I realized way too early what the plot was going to be. And I'm like, oh, time travel. It's going to be time travel. And it was a bummer. But I don't blame them for me guessing it early. I Season seven, I was like, oh. What is how, how is this gonna play? How are they gonna have a cult and like the, all sorts of those questions that were good were great. Uh, season six, I, was, I had no idea what the fuck was happening the entire time because it was all over the place, but it still worked. Kathy Bates saved that fucking season, but anyway, uh, I, I'm gonna quit rambling before I get out of here and just get out of here. Sorry, um, Viv, Viv tells Ben at the end she's pregnant, and then that's how the episode ends. He hugs her and he's like, Oh, and he starts crying. And you realize, honestly. You realize at the beginning, uh, end of this episode, and throughout, Ben really does give a shit about his family, but he also has problems. So there's a two, kind of two like sides of Ben. Ben is like David Duchovny. He wants to love his family, but he also wants loves to get his dick licked by strangers. So he's got two different things going on. One of them is really normal and great. The other one, though overwhelms the first thing. So what I mean is his family's overwhelming his desire to get his dick licked. They're really getting in the way of that shit. Until next time, and in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. So long, citizens.